Shout out to our awesome sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> I got today, actually, the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe. And I got the lace bra and the matching leggings and they are so comfortable. And I would say that for the bra, I have really big boobs and I just thought, you know, I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them. I don't feel secure. And honestly, I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it is super supportive. So really, really recommend it. Love it. And I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening, Fiona, because I love their collection. So if you use the code LOVEBITES20, it's applicable on full price items only. This can be used online and in store. So there's two stores in Dubai, one on Alwassel Road and one at the beach. They also ship globally. If you're buying from outside of Dubai, then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by El Couture. Which is brilliant news. Thank you so much, El Couture. The following podcast contains strong language and explicit content. And if that offends you, then I suggest you switch this off. This is a Podcast Now production. That's why, like, you know, being single as a woman, we're seen as burdens, whereas being single as a man, you're seen as a catch. Yeah, I have so many thoughts. Can I curse on this show? Oh my God, uh, absolutely. Yes. But that's bullshit. It smells like that once you get out of the shower. And as the day progresses... You know, there's a little bit of a stench. It happens to us all. And if you say it doesn't happen to you, you're a motherfucking liar. Welcome to Love Bites, a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about. Today on Love Bites, we have an extremely special guest, a lady who has been breaking boundaries in the Middle East and has created an incredible community of women, encouraging, like us, to talk about the things you were told not to talk about. Iman Abbas is the founder of Ketish, a feminine and sexual wellness brand that has burst onto the scene with incredible products to enhance and help women's well-being. We are so excited to have Iman on as a guest today as it's International Women's Day and we couldn't think of a better person who is dedicating her career to liberating the conversation around sex, femininity and health for women in the modern Middle Eastern world. Welcome Iman! Hi! I'm so excited to be here. We are so happy. Welcome darling, welcome, welcome. Fiona, why do you never intro me like that? (laughs) Alright, if you want I'll write you an intro. Literally I have never been introed like that. There's a slight touch of jealousy here. Good for you man. Good for you and Fiona. That was was a good one. I love I love writing a good intro for someone. I think it's great. That was really good. I don't even know how to follow that. I'm like, was she talking about me? I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna send Iman, I'll send it to you. You can add it to your bio. Oh, please do. (laughs) Please do. I'm gonna save it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um so Iman and I last week in Dubai uh did an event together um for International Women's Day with our sponsor El Couture, which was incredible. And um, we wanted to get you on the podcast to talk more in depth about Ketish, your brand, and talk to us about um, why you started, the name behind it. I've already asked you, is it because it rhymes with fetish? 
<laughs> so Which you we get that all the time. I bet. <laughs> You're not the first. It was like the first thing I thought about. I was like, wow, that's so clever. Like, is she trying to make, like, is it a pun? But so could you just tell us, like, firstly the name and also, like, why you started and what kind of inspired you to start Ketish? Of course. Before I get into it, I just wanted to say I love what you guys are doing. Mm. I think that you guys are doing something really incredible in terms of normalizing these topics that all of us ladies think about and want to talk about all the time. And so I love that you guys are creating a space for these types of conversations and just like making it really real and really authentic and relatable. And I just feel very honored to be here. So thank you guys so much for having me. Um, You're welcome. (laughs) So Kedish, uh, yes, it does rhyme with fetish. Uh, The name actually originates, you know, when we started to create this brand, I really wanted the brand to tie into my culture in a really authentic way. I'm Egyptian and um, we started to do our research and we found that the ancient Egyptian goddess of love, passion, sexuality, and fertility, her name was Katesh. And we just thought that she embodied everything that we want this brand to be about. And so we took her name, we threw our little spin on it, and that's how we came up with Kedish. And I think it's it's quite fitting. And it's nice that it rhymes with fetish. It's a good, it's a cute little tie-in and a good conversation starter. <laughs> I think it's great. And then just in terms of like how you started the brand, it'd be great to know like your background and like how how you kind of segued into this career. Cause obviously like why it's so interesting, obviously we can get into this a bit later. Is like, obviously for like Arab women, especially like Laura and I both went to extremely Catholic schools. So when our, a lot of our Arab friends talk about their upbringing, it's very similar to like a Catholic upbringing where sex is very like not talked about. Um, so it'd be great to know like how you, how you got into the space. Yeah. I mean, I think that so, okay, I'll backtrack. I I grew up in the States. My parents immigrated to California from Egypt. Um, and so I, I grew up in a household that was quite strict. And when it came to the topics of, you know, my body, uh, feminine health, sexuality, pleasure, you know, there weren't, they weren't really topics that we talked about very openly. And if we did talk about it, it was quite like pointed and direct and very, very serious and extreme. Like we talked about periods, why we got them, what to do about them. And then when it came to sex, it was do not have it. If you have sex, you will get pregnant. Your life will be over. Like those were the two extremes. Um, and so I always felt like, yeah, when it came to my body and pleasure and boys and, you know, what was going on with my body as I got older and started like hormones started to rage, um, I felt like I was always really curious about it because it was that forbidden fruit. And it was it was at the age of 21 where that curiosity really transformed into, you know, necessity. Um, I decided to go to the gynecologist for the first time. I was living away at uni uh, and I found out that I could go to the clinic and and get a gynecological exam without it showing up on my my parents' insurance. So I decided to do that. And I had been sexually active for, for some time. And so I just thought, okay, I need to go check and see what's going on up in there. Um, And as a result of that first gynecological exam, I was diagnosed with cervical cancer. And it really transformed. It really, it it no longer was something that was just curiosity or fun to explore. It was like, damn, I need to 
really understand my feminine health because it was it was now you know my life and that that my life was virtually on the line which is what i thought luckily um they were able to detect my cancer early enough to where i didn't have to go through chemo and and i only needed to go through cryosurgery but um yeah it just became something that i became very aware of and uh in treatments and and everything that my body was going through i really got switched on to the feminine and intimate care space i remember shortly after one of my treatments i was walking through a drugstore trying to look for a feminine wash and i remember turning uh, turning the bottle over and looking at the ingredients and i didn't understand a single ingredient on that thing (laughs) and Mm -hmm. it really it really yeah, it really shocked me. It really, it made me feel like, damn, well, if I feel this way and I feel nervous to use these products, I wonder how other women feel. And it just made me realize how a lot of the products that existed in this space just lacked credibility. They were quite embarrassing to purchase. Um, they were products that like existed for years and years and years and had no innovation and were not natural. And it just, it, it really, it, it made me want to change things. And I think that was that was the first thing that that made me really want to build a brand like Kedish is that I wanted to bring credible, natural products to women that help them become more in tune with their feminine health and and also made them feel less ashamed um, and embarrassed in buying these kind of kinds of products. But mm-hmm. I also what I wanted to build with Kedish was a community, a, a space mm-hmm. where women could lean in and learn about their feminine health and learn about intimacy and sex and their bodies without feeling embarrassed or ashamed or unsafe. And that really didn't exist at the time when I was diagnosed. Like it was pre-Instagram, pre-YouTube, where now there's there are resources, but I feel here here in the Middle East, it still very much is a taboo and something that is only really talked about behind closed doors and so mm-hmm. that's what ultimately ma- led me to to create Kaddish and um, we launched about seven months ago and it has been a, a beautiful whirlwind and um yeah I just feel like it's a culmination of my entire experience as you know a young Arab girl just trying to figure it out and and my my experience as a woman just learning my my feminine health so it's it's been an incredible journey and i'm 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 so grateful that i've been able to to work on this and and bring this to life amazing well do you know what i am so glad that you are healed and you you know that was really the the start of your journey wasn't it a man um and funnily enough hearing you talk about your upbringing and the, the perfunctory comments that you are sorry conversations that you had with your mom and dad we are all so unified as females whether you're a you know a catholic girl in north belfast and um, being told not to talk about all the things or you're fiona in london or you're a man in you know in california with with egyptian heritage we all felt that same embarrassment and you know whilst your mom probably told you about the menstrual cycle and how it happened nobody ever sat you down and talked to you about sex being an enjoyable thing about your body and the pleasure that can take place nobody talked to me about sexual health 
we were told, like you, if you get pregnant without a condom, you will get an STD. If you um, have sex, chances are you will get pregnant and ruin your life. I didn't know about any of it. I was diagnosed with high-risk HPV at 25, maybe. I had no idea what, what HPV meant. I thought, well, as I understand, it's the kind of the, it's the stage before the cervical cancer takes place. So it was good that it was kind of caught early, which is amazing. But I had no idea what it meant. I had no idea what I could have done to protect myself or to make sure that that didn't take place. So, you know, no matter where we are in the world, we all have those same experiences. And the system failed us that we, we should have known earlier how to best protect ourselves. And I applaud you for what you're doing because, you know, you're an Arabic woman and I feel like for you, um, potentially that space would have been fraught with a lot more negativity or, you know, what was that like for you as an Arabic woman stepping into that space? Did it feel like the unknown? Did you, were you met with adversity or how did that, how did that happen? Yeah. Um, and I, I definitely agree with you. And I can probably go on and on for hours with regards to how we were failed as young women. I mean, even young women growing up in the West where, you know, sex education is a part of the curriculum. But when you think about it, all of our sexual education was very much fear based, like the worst case scenarios. And as you now become uh, older and you you've kind of traveled along your journey as, as as a woman you've experienced different things like hormone imbalances or maybe infertility or if you've had kids postpartum depression like we didn't learn about any of that stuff in school Nothing. and it's quite Nothing. it's quite sad um and to think that we we at least had what we had there's a lot of women especially in this region that to this day still do not have exposure to sex education and feminine health education. So I think with regards to how it felt stepping into the space, it's it definitely was something that I thought about a lot, especially before starting the brand. I mean, even when it comes to my parents sharing my experiences and what I went through and my diagnosis and my treatment, I did not share with them actually until right before I launched the brand. Wow, um, okay. And a lot of that had to do with with my culture. Um, a lot of the reason why I kept it a, a secret for so long had to do with my culture. Um, you know, in, in our culture, it is quite taboo. Premarital sex is a huge no-no. Um, and by sharing what I'd been through, I basically would be indicating to them that I was I was getting a little freaky yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a young as a young girl, and um, you know I chose not to share with them out of fear of disappointing them, and uh, I think a lot of a lot of women, you know, deal deal with the same with the same situation, and yeah. you know, launching the brand we had to consider a lot of different things, especially launching the brand out of the Middle East. Um, and we had to think about everything from our brand imagery to what we were going to talk about, how we were going to talk about it. And so we were very careful. We went into it taking steps to truly understand 
what it was that women wanted to learn about and how they wanted to receive the information. So we spoke to women from all over the world, whether it was in Latin America, the States, Europe, but especially here in this region. And what we found is that all of the women were ready. They were ready to receive the information and learn about it. But we felt after having those conversations, the best way to go about it was through an educational route. So Mm -hmm. making every piece of content, everything that we spoke about really education based, because then we remove all of the innuendos and we remove all of the the i don't know the the barriers that largely exist because because it's it's information education that they that they want to know about and so honestly once we launched we didn't receive a ton of backlash i think mm. you know we had we had we had some people write in and say, are, like, are you Arab? Are you Muslim? Like, shame on you. You shouldn't be talking about this. And yeah. and we had a situation where an influencer, um, when we when we sent out our first product, our, our first product is called the Quickie, which is quite suggestive. <laughs> and we know that. And we it was it was done on purpose. And I remember she did a post and there were a number of different stories where initially she started to talk about the brand and was really uh, excited and and was in support of the brand. And then she got to the product and then it took a sharp left and she went in on us (laughs) and started saying stuff like, like, oh, this brand is just promoting promiscuity and is encouraging oh, women to go God's against their sake. religion. And I just remember, like, it was like a train wreck in front of me. And sure. I I messaged her right away and I said, can I call you? I think we need to, <laughs> I think we need to talk. Um, I would love to to discuss your thoughts and, and kind of understand, you know, where you're coming from. And we had a conversation. We talked about, you know, maybe some of the misconceptions she may have had and the way that she received the brand and we were able to kind of clear the air a bit and something she had said to me which i learned a lot from this conversation but something she had said to me was i do not know if i see myself in your brand when i look at your images and i see a lot of skin or you know it's it's quite bold and sassy like i'm veiled and i'm quite traditional and i i don't see myself and i learned from that or i walked away from that conversation thinking okay I want this brand to represent every woman, regardless Mm -hmm. of where she comes from. How can I do that while still remaining authentic to who we who we are and who we want to be? And I think the the biggest learning in that situation was, you know, not everyone is going to be ready for Kedish and that's fine. But at least we're able to open up the conversation and talk about it. So to a very long winded answer to your question (laughs) is that, yeah, we had some friction and we had some naysayers. But at the end of the day, with each one of those messages or conversations on the phone or whatever it turned into, it was it was a healthy exchange in which we were able to understand one another right. better and i think that's what the brand is all about 
I think that's... Can you tell us a little bit before we continue? Because obviously people listening might not actually know about Kedish in the sense, you know, what what, what products have you created? If I wanted to um, buy a, a Kedish product today, what would you recommend? What do you offer? Right. So we, um, we launched with our first product when we first launched was the Quickie, which is our pre-play intimate sheet. It's an individually wrapped uh, feminine wipe. And w- our intention with every product that we launch is to kind of peel back the layers and open up a open up the dialogue around different aspects of feminine intimate health. So with the quickie, what we really wanted to address with was the shame that still exists around feminine hygiene. Like, why do we as women feel so ashamed carrying around our tampons? Or why are we so embarrassed about very natural things that happen to our body, like our periods or the way we smell after a long day of running around? And why don't we have products that are luxurious and safe, but also like really empowering. So that was the intention behind the quickie. Um, the second product we launched was more of a true like feminine wellness focused product. It's called the Potion, and it's a soothing oil that women can use um, in the days leading up to and throughout her period to help kind of calm and ease her body and and um, take away that discomfort that you feel, whether you're having cramps or headaches. So we recommend using it on like your lower abdomen, your lower back and your temples, and it just kind of helps soothe and ease your period cramps away. Oh, and I love that. Yeah, the purpose with that was to really, um, was to give women a product that helped them become a bit more in tune with their bodies and with their cycles. There's such a negative connotation around periods, right? Like every month we know it's coming, it's it's doomsday <laughs> every month. And so we wanted to give women a product that helped them take a moment and just honor what their body was going through because it's such a it's such a beautiful part of our of our natural cycle as as women. Oh my goodness. I love that because currently, a man, I'm not going to lie, I don't feel that. Like, no, I, I do. feel the cramps coming on. I feel utter discomfort and I literally feel no joy until it comes to an end. And it's so funny. We are all so unified in, in everything that you're saying. Fiona and I have talked previously. I'm a 36 year old woman. And when I'm buying a box of tampons, I'm embarrassed if the guy ringing through my items is a man. I'm like, oh my God, he knows I have my period he knows I have a uterus what the fuck <laughs> don't get me started on femme fresh I literally oh, smuggle it worst. through like it's heroin and I'm like why is this any different to buying a shower gel or a you know bath bath bubbles whatever like I am a grown ass woman and I feel embarrassed right what the hell is that about like well, why do we do that and I love your I love your products I've been having a look through your social media they are they add just a hint of luxury that we all need and we all deserve especially around that time of the month you know what right. what a beautiful way to celebrate it instead of yeah feeling ashamed or embarrassed I think that's why it's so important for brands like Love Bites and Kettish to exist because you said before you know not everyone's going to be ready for Kettish not everyone was ready for Love Bites like we still like 
get messages being like, whoa, I can't believe you did an episode about you masturbating. Like, it, like you know, people, people aren't ready for it, but they listen to it because they can't stop listening to it because we're saying the things that they're thinking and don't want to say out loud. And I also yeah, think no. the reason why we're so embarrassed about tampons and buying FemFresh, although no one should be buying FemFresh, sorry to brand shame, but I will. Right. It's, a ter- it's a terrible brand, I, I'll say it. It's fine, they'll never want to sponsor us. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it is, unfortunately, patriarchal socialization. It is, we've been yeah. socialized in a patriarchal world where, you know, that's why like, you know, being single as a woman, we're seen as burdens, whereas being single as a man, you're seen as a catch. And like, we're so socialized to be afraid of men seeing us as women. And it's it's so wild. And I think that also for us three, we're sitting here trying to break social boundaries. So we've got to be the ones, Laura, you've got to fucking fly that tampon flag in Waitress <laughs> yeah. when you're buying it and not be afraid. And it's so hard because even I get like that. Not so much here, weirdly. I just, I don't, I don't feel it so much. But even when I'm, I'm holding like super, super tampons right at the beginning of your period and I'm walking through like spinnies or whatever, I am a bit embarrassed by it. I'm like, oh my God, people know I've got like a super heavy flow. But why is that a thing? <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> And yes. do, you know, do you know what? A man, that lady that you had the conversation with um, that expressed distaste with what you were doing, promoting promiscuity, etc. Um, I'm not surprised, especially in the region. I, I sort of feel like people um, don't understand exactly the message and they look at your Instagram and they see you like, you know, drizzling some lotion <laughs> or potion on your thigh and they're like, oh my God, who is this whorish wench? <laughs> <laughs> the, rea- the reality is the quickie wipe for example you know potentially that lady was in uh you know was married with children you can still enjoy sex you can still enjoy the quickie in the sanctity of a of a loving committed relationship quickies don't necessarily always pertain to one night stands at three o'clock in the morning after a session at Barasti. Do you know what I mean? So I really feel like not to blow smoke up your arse, but what you're doing is so brave and it's so clever because you are taking a more of an educational stance on this. You're not just shoving this in people's faces. And I really encourage anybody listening to take a look at the Kedish um, Instagram, as well as a man's Instagram channel. You're going to see so much body positivity here. I love that you... I felt like th- there was a safe space for me on your Instagram page because you're promoting women that look like me. You're promoting women and showcasing women's bodies that have lumps and bumps and curves and stretch marks. And for me, I felt like that was home. So I think what you're doing is absolutely phenomenal. Okay, maybe I was blowing smoke up your ass a little <laughs> bit. No, no, no it's, way. It's coming from a really genuine place. You probably like, uh, I don't know, like, because you've obviously created this community like us and we get a lot of like we're about to go into a letter that we got sent by a listener and we get asked a lot of questions whether it's you know how to go on top or whatever it is do you get what's like do you get a lot of questions asking about and like curious about sexual health and what's the have you had a recurring theme that you've seen especially from the middle east that people are asking questions about that's not to do with the product that's about um you know can you tell me more about this topic yeah wow um 
Yeah, we get we get so many messages and something that I love doing and something that we get a lot of engagement around are our Q&As. So yeah. I'll put love I'll those. open it up, I'll open up questions, I'll ask about, you know, what are what do women want to know about? What products do they want from us? I like I'm currently going through a divorce. I talked about, you know, what do people want to know about love and relationships? And so there really are no limits um, Mm. on Kedish. And I want to make it a very safe space. And I feel really grateful when women feel like they can write in to us and ask us questions. Um, a A lot of the questions that we've received, I mean, I've had women DM me about, everything. I had someone a few weeks ago DM me about her gyne- her gynecologist visit and she was going for the first time. She's in her late 20s and she was just asking me like what can I expect? And I literally sent her voice note after voice note just walking her through the entire visit because I had just had mine and so yeah, I get I get questions about health. When it comes to sex and intimacy, if you follow us, you'll see that we haven't really gone yeah. Super deep into that topic yet, if if at all. And we're we're very much doing that on purpose. We really want to lay the foundation and talk about feminine health overall. And then we're gonna get into the sex and intimacy part. But we really just wanted to open up the doors and have women feel safe and know that this is a place that she can feel like she she trusts us, you know. But we have received a lot of questions around um pleasure Mm. and also a lot of questions like i think one of our number one posts that was shared saved forwarded was our post about vaginismus which was really um eye-opening i think for us even when we were doing the research behind the post so for those that don't know vaginismus is a condition that affects a lot of women and it's when um, the muscles in the vagina are um, rather tight and it makes it makes anything that is inserted into the vagina quite painful and like excruciating anywhere from mm. a tampon to you know intercourse and what we learned in in writing that post is that vaginismus is quite often caused by you know, psychological factors. So we as women, especially here in the Middle East region, we as women have learned that, you know, anything going inside that little hole, (laughs) especially before marriage, is a big no-no. And um, it causes a lot of anxiety. It causes a lot of emotional factors that causes women to have this condition, which is quite quite painful and very taxing mentally. Um, So we've had a lot of women right into us about that whether it's you know why is this happening or how do i treat it and so we get a lot of questions like that where women are experiencing something in their their own life and they just they want answers Mm. and they feel like you know we're an outlet that they can come to that they can trust and i'm really grateful that women feel like they can they can trust us and turn to us but it was very eye-opening to see that so many women you know, suffer from from feeling, I don't want to say oppressed, but feeling like this is a topic that they can't explore or something that is still is still seen as like shameful and yeah, bad. Yeah. God, that's so interesting. Do you know what? I think a lot of that, you know, is a t- is testament, a man, to your lovely, approachable 
warmth. I think mm-hmm. Arabic women, especially, you know, you know what? I don't even want to just say the younger generation. I think even women that are a bit older will look at you and have such respect for you during to tread on this path. So more part to you. I think what you're doing is amazing. I am loving Thank your bio, you. by the way, on your personal Instagram. They call me underscore a man, proud descendant of Nefertiti and Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a woman. Honestly, you're an absolute legend. Oh, I love Tupac so much. <laughs> Shout out to our awesome sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. I got today actually the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe. And I got the lace bra and the matching leggings and they are so comfortable. And I would say that for the bra, I have really big boobs and I just thought, you know, I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them. I don't feel secure. And honestly, I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it is super supportive so really really recommend it love it and i am delighted to report that we are offering a 20 percent discount that i will be availing of this evening fiona because i love their collection so if you use the code lovebites20 it's applicable on full price items only this can be used online and in store so there's two stores in dubai one on Alwassel Road and one at the beach. They also ship globally. If you're buying from outside of Dubai, then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by El Couture. Which is brilliant news. Thank you so much, El Couture. (laughs) We have a letter that we feel that you are just made for. Okay, perfect, I'm ready for it. Okay. Hi girls. I really love listening to your podcast. It's really helped my morning walks. I have an embarrassing issue that I wanted to get your advice on. I've been with my boyfriend for five months and everything is going really well. The other night he was going down on me and after I finished, after we finished, he said to me, babe, you smell a bit off like tin salmon. I was horrified as you can imagine. What a wanker. I burst out crying and I didn't know what to do. My confidence has totally gone and I can't get it back. I don't want him to go I don't want him to go near me and I feel so upset. We can all have our off days, but Jesus Christ, to have him say that to me has shattered my confidence. What the hell am I supposed to do? I love him so much and I don't think he realized how much he hurt me. How do I get my confidence back because I feel like I'm losing it? With what I look like, I have zero body positivity, as they call it. If you could help a sister out, I'm all ears. Oh, oh girl. I know. What a knob. What an I... absolute knob. Yeah, I have so many thoughts. Can I curse on this show? Oh, my God. Uh, yes. Absolutely. We've, like, <laughs> the only word that ever got bleeped out is when I said but otherwise we okay. all get. <laughs> there, there it went again. <laughs> Well, first of all, what I want to say is fuck him. Yes. <laughs> fuck him. Like, fuck him. Sorry, I said it so many <laughs> times. I think, I, I think it's, this is so sad. There's so, there's so much that goes into this. Um, uh, I, I, I think it's really sad because there is such a, 
a negative, almost dirty association with the vagina and what mm. the vagina should look like and feel like and smell like. And I think for us as women, what's sad is that, um, you know, like the, we cannot control, there's only so much we can do to control what our body does in order to maintain a healthy and natural balance. And it really just goes to show that this fucking guy has no, <laughs> has no education and has no understanding of what that could possibly mean. What I, what I will say is that this is completely normal that yep. we as women um, you know, our vaginas are natural self-cleaning machines. And when this happens, when we have a, an odor that can sometimes smell, smell fishy, which is what it is described as, um, it, it can indicate a number of different things. And sometimes it can go as far as it being an infection or something serious, or it could just be that your body is fighting something um, a change in diet or or maybe you traveled or maybe you wore your bathing your wet bathing suit for too long like your body is trying to clean itself out and or I won't even say clean itself out it's trying to adjust <laughs> to whatever it is that happened and so it's it's unfortunate that this was the response and I think it just indicates that both men and women alike just need more education around. Mm you know, yeah. our bodily functions. Like, I'm so sorry, but have you ever smelled a ball sack after a long day? Oh they God, don't smell great. <laughs> we had this conversation when we did an episode about blowjobs and we were like, it's not a trip to Baskin Robbins so they can pipe the fuck down. <laughs> it's true. Like, I'm so sorry, but sir, have you smelled you on a long, sweaty day? Oh, like, no. you are not going to smell like a bottle of perfume. And also, and the bet, like, I love his, also, I love, like, just men's, and sorry to, like, shit all over this girl's boyfriend. Like, I know that she said in the letter that she really loves him, and, but also, like, it is an education thing, and I am sh going to shit on all men at this point. But the yes. audacity of men, just in general, like, always blows my mind, because when we're going down there, if the, if it smells, I'll just carry on, and I won't say jack shit. I'm right. not going to say anything. I'll just keep going and be like, I'm going to be sick, but I'm going to keep going because I'm a good person. And if they got down there and they smelled, he came up and was like, oh, it smells off. And it's like, well, good sir. It's not like there's nothing wrong with that. It's just nothing right. wrong with it. It's yeah. not. A, it's not a problem. I think that's what the main the main thing to tell her is. It's not a fucking problem. It's not a problem, and maybe maybe it could have been said differently, and yeah. maybe if he was yeah. educated, it could have it it could have uh, he could have delivered the message differently, and maybe in a way that is like almost like a concern or a care, like hey, mm -hmm. like I noticed that it was a little different, you know, are, like did you change i don't know did you change your diet like have you no. traveled like what or just shut your mouth and don't, say, don't anything say anything at all. yeah <laughs> don't say anything at all i feel but like a vagina and a canned fish should never be put into the same sentence and that was just a really appalling mean and nasty hurtful thing to say and um, you know what 
coming from a kind of a medical standpoint here not that I'm a doctor but I have had my fair share of experiences with gynecologists so Aman you will maybe not have listened to the episode oh my God. where I talked it's the best oh God. one <laughs> I talk about my kipperminge and a kipper <laughs> as you may know, is a malodorous smelling fish, right? Mm. And Minge, uh, you know, you're a very dignified Egyptian American lady. In Minge, we... uh, In 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 Minge? In the UK and Ireland, Minge is a disgusting derogatory term for a vagina, Um, but let me proceed. Okay. So, (laughs) I had for what I can just probably the worst month of my vaginal life, Mm. I had the most malodorous stench that was wafting from down below that smelt like a sewer. I was like, what the hell? I wouldn't have sex with my boyfriend. I think we tried once and he was like, what the fuck, babe? And I was like, I've seriously got issues. So I took myself to my gynecologist and I was like, listen, there's something not right so she did an internal she's like there's nothing wrong in there but uh you know did my test and she's like you've got like serious bacterial vaginosis Mm. but you'll need to wait for your period to start and then once your period starts we're going to put you on an antibiotic and that's gonna alleviate the stench and I was like great so a few days pass and I'm sitting on the toilet and the only way I can describe it is by a noise would you like to hear the noise oh I love to hear the noise go on (laughs) right this fucking thing air bubble pocket fell out of my vagina right i had left a tampon up there for one month (gasps) oh no that's my worst nightmare right i had been partying in Thailand I probably did way too many of those toxic fucking buckets of alcohol and god knows what else so I had been double dropping left right and center tampons by the way so I just went about my month thinking I had a stinking putrid smelling vagina and I actually was on the precipice of TSS death so I'm not saying that this girl with the vagina issue has a tampon up there but just bear in mind that like medical shit can happen and if you're noticing a scent that is really making you feel uneasy then take yourself to a gynecologist get yourself checked out and chances are you might just need a little bit of medical assistance like me kipperminge it's all good now i've recovered and my vagina smells like a normal vagina i was going to say it smells gorgeous and delightful but that's bullshit it smells like that once you get out of the shower and as the day progresses you know, there's a little bit of a stench. It happens to us all. And if you say it doesn't happen to you, you're a motherfucking liar. <laughs> okay? The noise just kills me. It makes it, every oh single God. time I hear that story, I'm like, that noise really. I could not stop laughing the first time I heard that. And she said that it, she said that this is how Laura described her vagina. She said that it was, what was it? It was like mackerel mixed with a kebab. Yeah, mackerel mixed with a kebab served in a sewer by a family of greasy rats. That's... Oh, my God. Yeah, and I actually got my best friend to smell it. I was in her apartment, and I was like, I have this problem. She's like, how bad can it be? How bad can it be? And then I just, like, basically give myself a little bit of a rub, and she was like, what the fuck? It smells like meat. 
so I really hope the man of my dreams isn't listening to this, by the way, because he's sure to be turned off. And man, please don't judge me. Never. No judgment here, Laura. Not a oh single judgment. Honestly. So we're telling we're telling this girl that her boyfriend's a bit of a wanker and to, to not sweat it. How would how would your quickie wipes work in this situation? Is that something that you would advise this girl? to do on an ongoing basis or before she has a shag or or how would that work? Yeah, I mean, I would I would definitely recommend if it is something that is prolonged and like <clears throat> continuing to happen and she's feeling other symptoms like it's itchy or she has headaches or she has pain in her side, like she should definitely I think she should definitely go see a gynecologist regardless yeah. because it might be something as simple as vaginos vaginosis which uh, bacterial vaginosis, which can be caused by a number, like very simple things. I remember when I first moved to Dubai, like five years ago, I was traveling a lot, like always traveling between here and Milan, here and Paris, like I was all over the place. And I had a, a an interesting stench coming out of my vagina as well. I love and how diplomatic I, you are, Iman. Right. We've just been talking about <laughs> Kipperman, and just like, <laughs> an interesting An interesting stench. stench. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I just, Maludorous I, minge is what it's called. <laughs> Get with the program, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. Okay. But yeah, I remember that my my doctor had said that. Oh yeah, like you know, if you travel a lot, if you have an additional amount of sugar, or you change your diet, like that can cause this, and it's nothing to worry about. You just need some antibiotics, or you just need to like chill on the sugar, or you know, like sleep more, like maybe you're stressed, whatever. She gave me a lot of different remedies. And so I definitely, not, step one, go see a gynecologist. Step two, with our quickies, these can definitely help. What I love about our quickies is that they are super natural. They're 99% natural. And the way that we've formulated them is to be really sensitive and to not cause, you know, your vaginal area is so sensitive as it is we've created the formula to not have additional irritants. So for instance, they are scented, but there's the fragrance is made specifically for intimate care products and it has a lower percentage of allergens to not cause irritation. Also, the formula is quite neutral, so it doesn't cause imbalances in pH, which can also lead to infections or to having your, you know, bad feel off mm. um what i love what i love about our quickies is that they're super convenient and yeah you can use them throughout the day and they're not gonna they're not gonna hurt you or harm you like really what they're doing is to help uh, deodorize very naturally so the the formula has these i hate saying i hate saying the term it's like sacral filtrate menses like it's like a very it's a very scientific term but basically mm. what it means is that they're not, um, the way that our wipes deodorize are not with chemicals, but they're actually with like a very natural ingredient that, that works to naturally break down the bacteria that is often found in sweat, which is what causes odors. Um, and that's more so like, like body odor, not necessarily odor from something that could potentially be an infection. So the quickies will definitely help, but they won't hurt you as much, you know? Um, I have a question. So I've used a similar um, wipe from the US. So I'm so happy I found Ketish because it's the, the ones that I've used before are an absolute nightmare to get. And um, 
and this the ones I've used like changed the taste like if you used your quickie and then someone went down on you what would like would you take it would it change the taste or would it would or is it like odorless and tasteless so if Ooh, someone went that's... down sorry I just, I, I'm just interested <laughs> because obviously we all know I love a bit of oral sex so I'm not going to be getting any for a while. And um, yeah, like if you used it like pre-sex and then someone went down on you, are they going to taste the the white or or like smell it or or would it just taste like a vagina, like normal? Oh, that's a that's a great question. Do you want me to do the research? I'll, do you want me to research? I would for you? love for you to okay. ask <laughs> any potential partners. That you I'm going to do it. I'll be I'm, honest, I'm going through a divorce, so I haven't had sex in a very long time, <laughs> so I don't know. Um, no, I, honestly, our our wipes are quite mild. The formula is right. quite mild. We very intentionally created it to be that way. So even, although it is scented, it's scented at, at a very low percentage. Um, the ingredients that are on there are very natural, like we have... Um, aloe vera and oat kernel extract and and coconut oil ester but it's not something that really lives on your skin for a prolonged Mm. period of time it's something that works to kind of yeah like refresh um deodorize deodorize naturally and it doesn't like i guess doesn't last on the skin but we have never oral sex tested i'm gonna do it (laughs) i'm gonna do it because i reckon because like obviously we get a lot of questions about oral sex and we've done an episode on it and obviously oral sex is one of the most well this is what happened with this girl this guy this the her boyfriend was going down on her it's one of the most intimate experiences in sex because you're so vulnerable with the partner and i think that a lot of women also feel nervous i mean literally this is how this story has come about you know they feel nervous about what they're going to smell and taste like because you know we've been told in society that you can't taste bad because that means that you know then you'll become unlovable or whatever bullshit that we've been fed but like i wonder if like it's uh because i mean i will i will go and try but if it's something that then can help people's confidence i mean how great is that and if it's unharmful as well because i think these femme fresh again brand shaming i'm so sorry but like i've when i was at university i used the femme fresh spray so much and then my boyfriend at the time went down on me and he was like, you fucking stink down there. Like, what the hell have you been doing? I was like, I've been using this FemFresh like stuff. And then I stopped using it because I was like, it's obviously doing something to, to me. Um, no. He said I tasted really bad and it smelled bad. So I was like, oh my God. So like, and I was doing it because I wanted it to smell and taste nice, but it had right. the opposite effect. What I will say is that honestly, like your, your vagina is magical. It, it really is a self-cleaning machine. It, it really is. Yeah, Laura always says that. It, it really is. And you don't really need to do much. Mm. For me, what I experience, like I sweat. I sweat after a long day. I sweat after a workout, like especially in that area and under my arms. But like especially in that area, especially here in Dubai. It's yeah. Like, it's, a, it's a mess. It, like May to September, it's a mess. And 
I wanted to create a product that could help me refresh, especially when I'm on the go. Like I know that my vagina is a self-cleaning machine. It's the area around it, like my bikini area mm. and my vulva and my fupa, where I know it's going to be sweaty and it's going to smell. It's like a and swamp. It's a swamp. <laughs> yeah. Tell me this. Am I able, do you, do you ship? worldwide like if i'm yeah in ireland can i get my hands on some on some of those quickie wipes girl we're gonna send you some but yes for everyone Yay. else <laughs> for everyone else we definitely ship uh worldwide oh, there are some exceptions to some countries but we ship worldwide from getkettish.com we're also available on sephora.com and we have some new exciting retailers that are coming up that will also ship to your region as well that is amazing honestly you are just a wonder woman and what you're doing is fantastic i hope i will get my hands on those wipes asap and then i will have my lovely boyfriend go down there and do the taste (laughs) test and see how i get on do you know iman we actually did um i'll send you the episode we did a how to make your vagina taste nice episode and um and then we found this thing i mean we found this i did some like extensive research laura tried the pineapple thing it didn't work and i it doesn't work it's bullshit and we were so upset we were like we really thought it was gonna work but then i found these like um tablets called miracle berry have you ever heard of it i found it on i literally this was how my research went i was on the killing do you know killing kittens it's like the sex party in london it's really famous like a lot of celebrities go to it and um I mean, basically, it's this it's this tablet that's made from like this special berry. You put it on your tongue and it makes sour things taste sweet. Anyway, so there was a whole, like I, I read about, I read loads of articles being like, oh, it's going to work, it's going to work. And then me and this guy called The Barber, who gets mentioned quite a lot on the podcast, he tried it and he said it, it tasted like a vagina. He was like, it didn't work. And I'm like, I just don't think anything actually will change the taste of your vagina, like, like to something else. I mean, there are there are these rumors, right? But it's it's so hard to it's so hard to dictate because you can't control everything else no. that your body is going through, right? Like when you're ovulating or when you know you you can taste differently then when you have spicy food, you can taste differently then. Like there's so many different um aspects that that go into it that it's really hard to control and like who's to say that if you have pineapple that day that it will then taste good that night like you never know yeah (laughs) it's like so many other factors that go into it and so it's it's tough what i would say is who cares exactly who Who gives a fucking cares who cares like laura said when i said um i said oh the barber said it just it tasted like a vagina and she was like god forbid your vagina tasted like a vagina (laughs) like what i mean what the fuck what do you want it to taste like right get over it i mean you've got your fucking chop chops around a vulva (laughs) suck it up and enjoy it sir hello jesus if you want a fruit platter go to marks and spencer's and get yourself one honey anyways we're not hitting on men by the way we're all it is international women's day and that's (laughs) eman where can we find you on social yeah you can find us uh at kedish um that's just kedish is our handle um or they call me iman is they call me underscore iman is my handle as well and i just wanted to say one thing before we we move on the the very sweet girl that wrote in she said something about her body confidence yeah, and her not I feeling to confident 
And I think that that's really sad. And it's really, it's really something that's quite hard for women to recover from. I mean, I know that for me, like I, I always feel self-conscious about my body and my weight. I have hormone issues and it causes me to gain weight or lose weight fast and gain weight fast. And it has really, it, it caused, when I was in a relationship, it caused a lot of issues. Like I felt very insecure and it caused me to like not want to have sex and not be intimate. And what I would say to that is you you have to let go like you have to let go of these limiting beliefs and these thoughts that you are less than what i will also say is that men do not care it's us that care you know like a little flab on our stomach the the love handle jiggles a bit more they actually like it which is something that i've learned like we we are our own worst critics and we create this thought in our in our heads that oh, I don't look the same, or I don't smell the same, or I don't, you know, I'm jiggling here and I don't, I don't feel sexy. It's like, they, they actually don't care. And it's, it's yeah. us. And so it's really important. What I would suggest to her is let it go. He said that, that's on him. Don't let it affect the way that you see yourself and that you see your body because it's, it's, it's not important. It's not important yeah. in the grand scheme. I think it's such an important message that it just does not matter like it mm. and we are we're the worst i'm my worst i'm my worst enemy because when i'm having sex and i look down and i see some fat rolls it's me that's going oh my god i look so awful he's not doing right. that mm. and i say he the fictitious character that's in my life at the moment <laughs> but, <laughs> but <clears throat> Yeah, I think that's I think that's a really important message. And I also know that like on your platforms you do talk a lot about body positivity. And I think in such a I think in such a healthy way because I think that, you know, um a couple of weeks ago we had a very good friend of mine who was the MC for our event, Joe Farrow, who's a fitness trainer. And, you know, we were talking about body positivity. And sometimes it's it is sometimes hard as like women who um, you know, Laura and I and you, we all have what we would say like quote unquote normal bodies um, that have, you know, I've got my breasts move independently from my body. It looks like I'm smuggling ferrets in my armpits most of the time. <laughs> but like, you know, I think that it's really important for someone that clearly understands what it's like to sometimes have a low day. Sometimes when we see like people who are super, super fit uh, talking about body positivity, it's really hard to not be like, but how the hell do you know what it's like? to some t- to sit down and look down and see fat rolls that you hate and it's really i think that's so important for someone like you to be an ambassador for that because you know what it's like same with same with us as well when we're talking about heartbreak or like you know i talk a lot about being rejected by guys and i know what it's like <laughs> like I, I can i can talk about it and 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 be the ambassador for rejection because i've been there so i think that is amazing and we absolutely love what you do and we think you're wonderful and thank you so much thank you thank you so much for having me and i i I am very grateful for women like you that support us and support our brand and support other women it's so important and i i said at the beginning but i'll say it again i think the fact that you guys make it so relatable and so easy like i'm sitting here drinking a glass of wine just chatting with chatting with my girlfriends and i can imagine for your community it feels the same way and so keep doing what you're doing and we're all fighting the same fight to just normalize these topics and make it make it easy for us girls you know 
Absolutely. And you have been absolutely wonderful. And you are a physically stunning woman. Oh my God. I was thinking that earlier soul. when your camera was on. Like, I was like, oh my God, her man's so hot. <laughs> I know, and and honestly, I'm surprised you mentioned about the body, you know, the the kind of the insecurity, because looking at your pictures, you are just like a a physical marvel and you are stunning. So, you know, we're all in it together and we all feel the same way and we're normalizing the conversation. Thank you so much for joining us. We I've thoroughly enjoyed this. I know, me too. I, we could carry you. on forever, but it will be like yeah. an episode. And if, if any of our listeners have any questions, I'm going to ask that they write in to us. And our um, Instagram handle is lovebitespodcast underscore. So if we get any questions, we're going to send them through to you if you wouldn't mind to help us out. Of course, please do. And just know, like, if you guys write into Kedish, it's me answering. I answer all the DMs, so they can they can also write into us too. And I'm half like I'm here awesome. for all y'all. I will put all of um, Iman's handles. I'll put the Kettish website handle in our show notes so you can click onto it and get yourself some quickie wipes and potion. Anyway, love you both. Thank you so much, Iman. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Love you guys. <laughs>